0: Hey, folks, how's it going? Welcome to the Bigger Picture Podcast. We all know that standing out in a crowded marketplace can be tough. It's a problem so many entrepreneurs and businesses have. On this episode, I sit down with branding expert Jeff J. Hunter. Jeff is the creator of the Core Branding Method, which keeps your brand top of mind to prospective customers. I checked out the Core Method, and I think it's awesome. Jeff Hunter, Welcome to New York, and welcome to the studio. I'm so glad to see you. I've known you for a couple of years, but this is the first time we've ever met in person. First
1: time in person. It's so interesting how... You can know someone virtually, but have never actually seen them in person. So it is so incredible to meet you in person. Um, you're as tall as I thought you'd be.
0: <laughs> and you're as awesome as I thought you would be. <laughs> I've, I've been watching your content, watching your videos, and that's why I feel like, you know, I know you so well. And that speaks to the effectiveness of your work.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's, and, and I'm just so honored that you came out to see me at the Digital Agency Expo here. Just awesome.
0: So you were speaking at the Digital Agency Expo. You're one yeah. of the featured speakers. And I watched your presentation, which was fantastic. Yeah. And I wanted you know to talk to you a little bit about your core branding method, which is... So amazing that I think every company and every influencer should know about this roadmap that you've created. Oh, thank you. And um, I want to speak a little bit about that. But first, I mean, what were your uh, biggest takeaways at the Digital Agency Expo?
1: Ooh, number one is that you can never undervalue the importance of relationships. I think that relationships are key. Um The second is that no matter how much you prepare for a talk, it never goes the way you want it to. <laughs> <laughs> in, in my case today, thank, uh, thankfully, my talk went better than I expected. But it definitely uh, – I know that Kevin Fun, who, who was operating the, the slides in the back, was confused a few times when I went off track. But, yeah, that's – the two takeaways. <laughs> well, I thought it
0: was fantastic. Thank you. Tell us more about the core. I mean, I was blown away by your presentation regardless, and I just think that so many people, you know, they need to hear about your your roadmap for turning the small business, you know, with little authority and engagement into something more.
1: Well, first off, let's start out with what the heck the core branding method is. So for you guys who are listening in, the core branding method is a way to leverage your expertise and your achievements to basically build your brand and actually leverage your brand to build your business. It's kind of a intuitive way step by step way of actually building something that that helps you become the authority or influencer in your space or like what you said micro influencer I think that's a great term micro influencer I, I I usually call it niche expert you know like something that you're really good at and and you're the master of that field um it's it's really it's really interesting because a lot of people are really good like they're experts at something but nobody knows that they're an expert right so, like, <laughs> how how can you be recognized as the expert in your field now? That's what the core branding method is about.
0: That's great. Like, for me, I'm a photographer. I'm a designer. But nobody knows how great I am and how am I going to reach my audience, the people that need to hear from me.
1: Exactly. And, well, the first step is, you know, understanding your audience. Like, that's like marketing 101. doesn't matter what business you're in, what industry you're in whatever, you have to understand your audience. That's like super duper important. So if you do that, you can help understand their needs, their wants, their desires, right? Right. But here's the thing. You have to build a connection with them. And the best way, the easiest, fastest way to build a connection with someone is by helping them understand who you are. And and it's crazy because I think one of the biggest problems that people have is really understanding why they do what they do. And, and the funny part is the core branding method, it, it really, it's the blueprint on how to understand, how to express that, because we all know where we came from, how we got started, all the different things in our life that have put us on the direction to where we want to go. But not a lot of people are good at telling that story. Right. And when people understand why you do something, it builds trust. It builds that no like, and trust factor, the, the, the authenticity factor, right? And people could say, well, what stories do I tell? What stories do I tell? Because storytelling is so impactful, so important. What story should I actually tell? Well, there's seven stories that all of the Hollywood blockbuster films have followed over the course of time. You know, there's the overcoming the giant, right? Like the David and Goliath story. Right. And then you've got your giant quest. What is the big quest? Like Lord of the Rings, right? All of the, the, the rebirth, right? People who have been down and out and, and, and resurgent and come out like Rocky, right? Rocky Balboa is like this huge underdog story, but nothing important, as important as your origin story. Where did you come from and why the heck do you do what you do?
0: And I think that's so important because me, I'm thinking, oh, no one cares about my story. Nobody wants to know what happened to me. Meanwhile, it's one of the most important things. And you have to share that with your audience and get them emotionally connected with you. And that's how
1: you do it. For most people, especially in the service industry like you, um, if you're listening to this, if you happen to be, you know, a photographer or a brand designer or a plumber, right? I mean, you can, you can call up in a phone book and find a million plumbers, but why would someone hire you versus someone else? And that's why the why is so important because the why is actually a brand differentiator. Like the reason why you do something is way more important than how you do it. A lot of people probably do the same thing. They probably turn the same pipe. They probably use the same, they probably use the same tape. (laughs) They probably, you know what I mean? (laughs) And the glue and everything's the same, but why you do it is different. And, and it's, it's really incredible. Once you start building a deep emotional connection to your audience, it really helps drive your brand awareness. And the more that people see you, it's basically like, like tattooing yourself into their mind. When they think about a certain topic, they think about something, that's what your job is, is to really get inside the minds and say, look, I really like you. And most people don't buy because of what you do. They buy why you do. They they buy because they like you. They, they trust you. And that's what's really important is to make sure that people trust you. And by doing that, you can go a long way.
0: That makes so much sense. I mean, if there are like 10 cafes on my block, which one am I going to go to, right? Yeah. You know, the generic Starbucks or the one that has the owner that's, I know their story and why they're doing it and what brought them here and their struggle and all, anything like that. Like yeah. that that personal and emotional connection.
1: Yep. And and that's the that's the thing. Like you just want to be top of mind of your audience all the time. That that actually is a, a perfect segue into what omnipresence is, right? Core stands for it's an acronym, C-O-R-E. The first step is connection. We talked about that. The next one is O, omnipresence. Now, omnipresence is a big fancy word. It's actually goes back to biblical days, you know, meaning God is everywhere. And that's really where it comes from. But see, your marketing strategy isn't a God strategy. <laughs> <laughs> you, it might be God-like, you might, you know, but it's, it's you only want your message to go in front of people who truly are your target audience. And omnipresence in a marketing sense is how can you be in front of your target audience all the time? And developing top of mind is really important because when – I want to tell you something. One of the biggest factors of sales is timing. People aren't always ready for something. You might be telling somebody something and they're like, yeah, that's great. But they're not in the moment. It's just not a timing – the timing is not right So when the time is right and they're going to say, hey, who was it that I remember somebody on my Facebook feed was a really good photographer. Man, she took the best damn photos. Right. Right. And then they're going to think about who it was. And you want to be that person. You You want to be be
0: that person. On top of their mind. Right. Right.
1: So omnipresence is is really about – you know, putting together a strategy to find out, first off, where the heck are these people at? Are they on Facebook? Are they on LinkedIn? Instagram? Are, is it maybe articles that they, they're reading or podcasts that they listen to? Maybe they're listening to your podcast. How can you reach out and stay top of mind of people across multiple platforms? Maybe it's YouTube, right? Maybe they're, they're, maybe they're watching YouTube every morning. Um, so you have to think about where these people are. And, it's, and here's the other thing. You have to be consistent, You have to be consistent. You have to have a brand that truly visually looks the same. Why? Because that's how you tattoo. In the connection phase, we talked about tattooing. We want to tattoo the vision of you inside the minds of people, right? Pamela is the person. Someone thinks about branding. Someone thinks about videography, photography. Who's going to make me look really freaking good? Pamela is.
0: So you need that consistent look and color and tone and design across all of your platforms.
1: Yeah. And you know, it's funny because I've had a lot of clients come to me who already, quote unquote, have worked with a brand person or a branding coach, or they've gone through some program or something like that, or they read some article about what their brand is. It's crazy. A lot of people think that their brand is like a cover photo and a logo and some sort of a a, a tagline or something cute and clever. But really, your brand is how you show up, whether it's the things that you post about, the videos that you make, whether it's the articles that you write or even the appearances you do or how you walk. How you walk is part of your brand. Everything about you is part of your brand. Yeah. If you know Pamela, you know about her legs. That (laughs) is her brand. (laughs) That's part of my brand. (laughs) And, And if you know, if you see a bald guy, that's me. That's part of my brand. You can see it.
0: So the goal is to tattoo this inside your audience brain and be consistent with your image and, and all the platforms. So that's it. we got that. No. So
1: one of the things that we do with our clients is we create something called an omnipresent brand guide. And that's really awesome. It's basically like a 20-something page document of, like, every single which way, how your brand shows up across everything from a social media post to a video frame to, uh, you know, like even, even like what your website would look like so that your brand is consistent. You want to be like the Nike swoosh. You see the Nike swoosh on anything, you're like, that's a Nike product, right? So you want to develop a brand where when people look at it, they immediately think it's yours. Right. Yeah.
0: And I mean, you are so great with this. I've seen your content across multiple platforms and it's always consistent. It has the same type of structure. I would recognize it anywhere. And you're also very, like, every day you're showing up. You know, so if I think about who I need to go to for branding and marketing and expertise in this area, I think of you.
1: And that's exactly how you want to be for your industry. That's exactly what every single person listening to this should should think about. Like, when people in my network think about what I do, am I the person they think about? And if it's not, then you don't have the omnipresence that you need. And it could be a relevance problem. That's That's the third letter is R for relevance. How do you develop out your expertise? How do you really put the trust of people's mind kind of impregnated in there that you're the actual person that's going to help them with this? And that's why we've built out your core offer and your five pillars of expertise. Now you're probably like, (laughs) (laughs) what? But but here's here's the content strategy. And uh uh-oh, I said the magic word, content. Guys, let me ask you the question. Let me ask you, who are the biggest influencers that you know? Just like people that are all the time out there, just everywhere.
0: I mean, it could be like Gary Vee.
1: Mm, Vayner I mean, Trump. He,
0: he's, he's always out there. He's a New York guy. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite artists, graphic designers, James Victoria. Boom. Always, you know, putting out content
1: mm-hmm.
0: relevant, you know, to his books and to his artwork. I'm always looking at your stuff. I mean, Y'all. it's always there. It's always <laughs> showing up. All right.
1: We're cutting that <laughs> off there. So, so the point is, is that everyone you just mentioned, including me, puts out content all the time. Right? And that's why they're top of mind. Right. But it's not just putting content out there because there's a lot of people just putting out content. There's a lot of people that hire these, quote unquote, social media managers that are just dumping and dumping and dumping content. But it's not relevant. It doesn't really show the expertise in what they do. And it definitely doesn't win over the hearts and minds of its viewers. So how do you do that? Well, we do something really cool. We first off, what the heck is a core offer? Everyone always says, well, what?" I don't have a core offer. Or they think that their, their core offer is like a product. Like they, they say that their core offer is uh, a brand guide or their core offer is um, the, uh, a course. Maybe their core offer is a course on uh, how, to, how to make Facebook ads or whatever. And But that's not really the core offer. The core offer is really your brand promise. Like what is it that you say that you can do? that can transform people's lives. So, for example, in the beginning, we talked about what I did, and I'm talking about how we can basically work with people to leverage their expertise, right? Their expertise and their achievements to become the authorities in their industry. But the underlying motto that we, that we have here at Branded Media is that we bring people to the world that matter. That's like our tagline because it has a preface of people that matter. I'm not talking about anybody who wants to be famous. I'm talking about people that actually matter. I want to work with people that actually matter. That's my thing. I only want to work with people that actually matter. And I want to help give them a voice. I want to bring them to the world and and showcase them on a new level. And that's my brand promise. So everything about me has to back up my brand promise. That's who I am. That's what I do right
0: yeah and that's extremely important i mean who wouldn't want to work with somebody who wants to help the people that matter and help others i mean it yeah. and don't we strong. all
1: in a way want to matter right we all want to be important <laughs> we all we all want to be interesting but right. it's it's really funny it's
0: like the hierarchy of needs <laughs> it's that's right
1: there <laughs> it's really interesting to me that people want other people to be interested in them but they have zero interesting about them at all, right? And and the crazy part is most everybody does, but they just don't have a way to express that. Here's the thing. We work on the core offer, which is your brand promise. What is it that you do? So for example, I know you and I had a conversation about this two days ago, which is actually why I'm on the podcast right now, because we had a really good conversation about your brand promise. You were talking about how you do photography and videography and, and all this stuff. And I was like, is that really what you do? And, and <laughs> you looked at me and you're like, what do you mean? And I said, you make people look good. Exactly. Like like, like you are using photography, videography. You're doing amazing editing on these photos. You're working with really awesome influencers. And, 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 and it's just the work that you do is so freaking cool. And what you're doing is you're giving people amazing platform. You're giving people... You're growing people's audiences, right? You're you're helping them become influencers. You're helping them become recognized. You're helping them get more, more visibility around their brands.
0: I mean, I love to make them look good. You know, I can capture something in a photograph that is amazing about them that they haven't seen themselves. And everyone loves it. It's just amazing, the
1: effect. People love the photo you took of me the other day. It was really great. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So... Onto that, so you've got your brand promise, and then the brand promise gets backed up by what I call the five pillars of expertise. The five pillars of expertise are really reinforcing topics. These are these are things that you do that you have developed expertise in that support your core offer. So, what does that mean? Basically, if you are bringing people to the world that matter, which is my. My vision, right? If I'm bringing people to the world that matter, what is it if I I sit here and, and tell you with certainty and confidence that I can help you leverage your achievements to become a recognized influencer in your space, and I'll even go bolder than that in 12 months or less, right? Something time bound. People are really afraid of putting time bound things because they they're <laughs> afraid they're not gonna get results. Well, what kind of confidence does that build in somebody if they don't if you don't feel confident in your own results? Right? You're like, oh, maybe in a couple of years or so. No. No. Twelve months or less, right? So here's the deal. For me, I've got my five pillars of expertise. My first one is branding. And hopefully if I'm going to help you build a brand, I should know something about branding. That would be pretty dang important, right? So I have my branding expertise and then I build content around branding so that people know that I'm actually an expert in branding. The next one is social media. Social media is so damn important because... If I'm going to help you blow up across multiple platforms, those platforms are typically social platforms, although, you know, there's also articles and podcasts and, and TV appearances and things like that. But but all in all, social media is a huge part of where you have to be leveraged. And if I can't show results for myself or my clients around social media leverage, then I don't even know why I would even, you know, like people have no faith in you. So my my third one is copy, copywriting. Copywriting, the ability to influence others through the art of writing and smashing on a keyboard. (laughs) (laughs) And
0: your copywriting is great.
1: I highly recommend everyone should learn copywriting. It's like the essential skill of a marketer. And what I love the most about copywriting is that once you start getting good at copywriting, it actually goes into everything else that you do. It, I, I, find, I find myself storytelling. I'm talking better because I think about how to write things and I think about like like copywriting, like headlines are so important in copywriting. Absolutely. And like being able to open up a conversation with a really good, uh, you know, topic or headline like that, that makes people really enjoy talking to you more because you're piquing their curiosity. They're not like another boring person trying to talk to me at this party.
0: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you have to grab them with the headline. Like similarly with like a book cover a title or something like that. It's you've got to grab them and you have
1: like that two seconds. That's it. And the, uh, that's another thing. The attention spans are getting so small. You have to be able to capture people's attention so fast, right? Right. So we've got the copywriting. My my fourth one is inbound marketing. Inbound marketing is really important. Um, inbound marketing essentially means that you're able to attract people to your business, right? You're literally whipping out a magnet Everything that you create, all the stuff that you do, all the all the events that you go to, you're attracting people into your business. That's what inbound marketing really is. So having that strategy is really important. So I build content around inbound marketing. My last pillar is virtual project management, team building. That's That's what I love. Like that, believe it or not, the last 10 years of my life, that's all I did was project management and building virtual teams. And that's why right now I have 50 people on my team. That do branding for my clients, and it would be really sketchy if I sat there and said, you know, Pamela, I'm going to be able to have my team create some awesome copy for you, and we're going to do some great branding, and and we're going to do some visual stuff, and we're going to do lots of like you know storytelling on your behalf, and we're going to set your website up and funnels and do all the inbound marketing stuff, um, and then you're like, well, hold on a second, you can do all that. And if I don't show you that I'm really good at building virtual teams, that I can get results with my teams, it all falls apart. So that's the point of the pillars. All five of your core pillars support the core offer. The core offer is reinforced by the strength of your pillars. And if your pillars are weak, then people lose confidence in the brand promise.
0: That makes absolute sense. And the fact that you have to do it, you know, show that you're doing it for yourself first proves that it works.
1: Yeah. You have to practice what you preach. And I feel like that's the one thing with the invent of the Internet is that, you know, more and more people are, you know, amazingly experts. Like, there's just so many experts now. It's mind blowing to me. Um, It's
0: unbelievable how many people pop up with this, you know, I'm a recognized expert.
1: They read a book or they listen to a podcast. Now they're an expert. Yeah. You know, somebody has some sort of strategy and they, they listen to or they downloaded Gary V's like content marketing PDF that's free on on uh, LinkedIn. And then like magically they become content marketing experts.
0: Yeah. They go to one conference and they, yeah. <laughs> and they pop up as an expert in my feed. Yeah, there's <laughs> and I'm a, like, there's, well.
1: There's a guy in the branding space. I'm not going to say his name, but he literally has his core offer, quote unquote, is that he brands you in two days. Like, it's a branding thing where you go there for two days and basically he makes a cover photo and takes a bunch of cool pictures and stuff and magically you have a brand. And I'm like, that is not a brand.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I've received stuff like that in my inbox where they've taken a photo of me and plastered it on some, like, ad.
1: It's ridiculous. So, but that's not enough, okay? Because being a self-proclaimed expert and putting content out there all the time to say that you're an expert, that's just not enough. What you have to do is you have to support these pillars with a strong network. So we call this network mapping, pillar network mapping. So what we're doing here is we're saying, okay, cool. Jeff, you're fantastic at branding. That's great. I don't believe you. So how do you overcome somebody's doubt that you're the person that you say that you are? That's easy. Actually, it's probably the easiest piece of all this. You just look at who already, who's already the established experts in your industry, and then you reach out to them, and you build relationships with them. You know how to build relationships with them? You build content around them. You You look and see if they're already experts in your field. They must know something you don't. Let's just move the ego out of the way. There must be something that they know that you don't. So go and learn their stuff, buy their courses, learn, invest in what they're doing. And guess what? You write an article about it. You write a social media post about it and you you tag them in the post and say, I just learned something incredible from this whatever. And guess what? Most of the time they're going to see it because no one does that. That's huge. Right. Right.
0: And hopefully they're going to see it and they're going to share it as well.
1: And I've built some incredible relationships like that, even uh, even around the branding. You know, Dennis Yu, who has worked with the Golden State Warriors and Ashley Home Furniture, um, one of my mentors, and and we you know we we worked together. Now he's one of my clients um, and mentors, and and Doug Harrison, who helped me come up with the core branding method, who I met at a mastermind in Wyoming, Montana, sh- like literally horseback <laughs> and. <laughs> Who who literally works with the biggest brands, Coca-Cola, Microsoft, Amazon, Disney, LucasArts, Activision, you name it. Uh, if you've ever seen uh, the commercials with the polar bears and penguins, the Coca-Cola commercials, like you can blame Doug. He came up with the happiness campaign, which is probably the most successful, if not the most successful Coca-Cola campaign in history. People know that. Um, You know, these are people that, that not only have I invested in our relationships, but have become partners with me and, and, and doing things with me. It's just a dream come true. I mean, imagine waking up every day and working with people that you wished, like that you, that you learned your craft from.
0: Right. So it's very strategic.
1: It's super strategic. And and
0: so people really need to be able to connect with the people in their industry that they admire and want to work with or right. associate with. So you are able to help with this, yeah. with the core method.
1: Exactly. Yeah. We come up with a strategy for our clients on the content. We, we find out who are the people already who are experts in this industry. We build a content strategy out around how to actually build relationships with these people. That's epic stuff. That's awesome. And of course... That leads us to the last one, which is the E. So we have connection, we have the omnipresence, we have the relevance, and the last one is E, engagement.
0: Engagement, so we need to know if you're making an impact with your brand.
1: Yeah, that's, that's what it does. I mean, engagement is literally proof. Like, prove that your stuff is working. If nobody is liking your, your, your content, if nobody's liking your posts, nobody's commenting, that means that your content is falling stale, you're not in the right area, you're not really maybe you're not you're maybe you're targeting the wrong audience or maybe your content just isn't making the impact that it needs to and that's why what we do with our team is we 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 have an awesome team of copywriters and we focus on what we call the call to reaction method. See, a lot of marketers they talk about a call to action, right? right? Like, oh, read this thing, click this button, whatever. No. On social media, it's different. Because a call to reaction, you want people to react to what you're doing, right? That's the validation.
0: Right. So you want them to like it and to comment. And then you know, that's where it starts. Yeah. That's where the engagement starts. That's where it's going to begin.
1: And it creates intimate conversations. Right. The goal isn't to make people say, love it or awesome or go. You have to move beyond the like. Exactly. We have to move beyond the like. We we really need to make conversations, create conversations. How Like if you go onto my Facebook posts, you will see people having actual conversations with me in, in the comments. Because here's something that's really amazing about social media that I love. This is the first time ever. When someone reads your email, guess what happens? They read your email. One person, right? Right. All these people are just reading it individually. On social media, all these people are reading it at the same time which now adds to the conversation. Now what we're doing is we have a, a, a point in time with the social media revolution to where you are starting the content. That's all you're doing.
0: You're, you're kicking it off. You're kicking off. And now you have this big conversation going on.
1: You know how It's many... like everyone's
0: friends in a room.
1: So I have a program called Social Copy Secrets. I had 140 students or something in that class. It was just a small little class uh, I said who's interested in really diving deep into social media and learning how to write rock star content and 140 people gave me 500 bucks and said, me and I said okay let's get in there and let's get really to work on this and I put a competition out there I said I want to see who can actually go on someone else's posts and then write a comment so good that it gets more likes than the original post that's an awesome challenge. And I've done it. <laughs> I have literally gone on somebody's post and I have gotten two, three times the amount of likes and, and comments and things on my own comment than the original post. Right? So you're hijacking that entire conversation. It's, yeah, you, you could, but it's usually the best with polarizing things, right? Mm-hmm. If somebody says, hey, I believe this and this, and then you come in there and say, well, actually, blah, 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 and a lot of people, if, if, you, if you sell a really good argument, if you really use copywriting, you can get people to say, hmm, he's right. Or, yeah, or, yeah I can see where this is going. Right. So think about how you can create conversations, not just from your own posts, but in other people's posts. Do not waste your friggin energy liking a post and saying, love it. That is the worst. You are. Oh, yeah. I'm totally guilty brand. of doing that. Now, there's some posts like a picture of a dog or something that you're like, oh, yeah, cute dog. Right. But if it's a really meaningful conversation with a topic that you know that you can leverage your expertise and build your brand, you're wasting your time doing something that you could have made a meaningful impact?
0: Yeah. If I see, uh, you know, a, a, a reason to comment where I have more expertise or some insight, I will definitely add a little bit more, you know, to the conversation.
1: So there's something magical that happens when you build out your connection, your omnipresence, your relevance and engagement. And we call this the inner core. So the inner core is is the effects of what happens when you've developed your outer core. So the first one is when you have really deep emotional connection, and this is the perfect tie-in, by the way, because we're talking about these conversations down in the comment section. But when you have a deep emotional connection with your audience and you're getting really strong engagement, that's captivation. You've now captivated your audience. What happens now is every time you post something, people are excited to see your content. They're liking your stuff. They're commenting your stuff. They can't wait to see more of your stuff. So
0: you're commanding their attention to you. Bingo. Like that.
1: You're right now. And here's what I love. You're bringing people into your ecosystem. Like you don't have to fight with other people that are bigger than you because by building a raging fan base... people are now coming to you, right? Right, So give me a great example of this. Oh, my God. So I wrote a really strong post. Okay. I wrote a post. (laughs) Get ready, everybody. I wrote a post about Trump. (laughs) Oh, Oh, you did it. (laughs) I went. I'm in New York. We're going to talk about a New Yorker here. You went there. I wrote a post about Trump. And it was hilarious post because it wasn't like saying anything good or bad about him at all. What it was doing was analyzing a strategy that he was using, using polarization to grow his brand. The point is, is that you love him or you hate him, you know him, right? Right. And he's famous for one of these quotes. I think one of the quotes was something about how there's no such thing as bad press, right? Which I think his uh, buddy, uh, Jeff Epstein, might uh, – might disagree, but <laughs> but there is no such thing as bad press. It's press is press, right? So I was destroying I was destroying the internet with that because like it got so many likes, so many comments, like literally there were just dozens and dozens and dozens of comments on it. But you know what? It gained respect from both sides because I'm telling them how they use the strategy. I literally broke down how he did it and how whether you love him or hate him, here's how you can use the strategy for your own self.
0: Right. I mean, that's the point. Here's the strategy. Like him or hate him. This is how he made it work. And
1: I think people really respect that. So that's the whole thing about captivation. So Captivation is building a deep emotional connection with your audience and really focusing your content on engagement. And that's a perfect place to move into the next. When you have a deep emotional connection with your audience across omnipresent platforms, right? That's the connection, the C part of your core, and you've got your O part of your core. When you have those two combined, it creates community. Community is by far one of the most important things that you could ever do. You know why? Because everybody is seeking an audience. And that's why it's so damn important that you build one, right? You want
0: the following to grow every day consistently. And then you're starting to get some traction there.
1: How great is a podcast if it has one viewer? Your mom. That's the worst. Right? (laughs) Like, look, I'm just going to be straight with you. Like, My mom, two years ago, she was like the only person that liked my post. I love my mom. Same here. But... You know, what does that do for my brand, right? So community is great because what happens is when you start posting really good content, you have a deep emotional connection with your audience across multiple platforms. What it does is it builds up your following on Facebook, right? If you're posting on Facebook, your Instagram, your LinkedIn, your Facebook group, your email list, your podcast subscribers, your whatever, right? So you're planting the seeds of influence like everywhere. And what that does is... It builds that ecosystem of you being the big fish in a small pond, the small pond that you've created. This is focused organic reach. This is people that are giving you permission. This is permission based marketing where now you're pulling people in and you're not even pulling them. They're saying, knock, knock, knock. Excuse me. I really like your stuff. Can you please give it to me all the time?
0: That's amazing. So you create the pond for yourself and you're the big fish in it.
1: Boom. Boom. And here's what's beautiful about how how strong community is of bringing other people into your ecosystem. Because now whenever people come into your network and they see who you are, they're starting out from a really strong point because now they're just the small fish coming into your giant-ass pond. And the pond keeps getting bigger. Yeah, your pond is getting bigger Right. And you're and you're getting bigger inside the pond like you're you're just like this giant friggin shark and all these little fish you keep adding to it. Right. So you're creating
0: customers and you're creating new fans.
1: Right. And and here's where it really gets fun. Because like that's, that's the beginning of it is captivating people, growing your community. Well, now it's getting, getting into the authority. When you have a really big omnipresent brand and you have that relevance really built out, you're seen as the expert in your field across multiple platforms. You're building authority in a fast way. So
0: they like and they trust you, and that's part of the. They know like and
1: trust you. That's part of the connection piece, right? The omnipresence piece is you're everywhere, but the relevance piece means okay, I believe in this brand promise, and the expert content is being seen everywhere. So Jeff was just speaking at Digital Agency Expo right now. If you go to Influensive.com, by the time you listen to this, maybe not working, but just today, like I'm the feature article on Influensive. I'm still the most shared article on the website. About the core branding method, like what do people think? Right, they think that okay, if Jeff is everywhere talking about the core branding method, then obviously Jeff has relevance. He's an expert in his field, right?
0: And so many people fail to develop the authority, and so they, you know, they're not creating it, and so they're lacking the respect aspect.
1: That's right. Respect and authority is, I mean, that's exactly what it is. I mean, authority develops respect respect develops authority it's kind of like that synergistic relationship and what's cool about authority is once you have authority you are able to get higher prices demand higher prices because look you can work with someone else who doesn't have any authority in the space you can probably get a deal if you want to work with me you gotta pay
0: all right so what are some things that people should not do in terms of
1: (laughs) trying to gain authority uh spray and pray (laughs) <laughs> you know, there's a lot of people out there that are just creating tons and tons of content that's building their – that that's literally destroying their brand. Everything that you do is either building or destroying your brand. Look at your Facebook. Look at your LinkedIn. Look at all these different platforms. If something isn't looking good and developing your brand, just delete it. I'm, I'm serious. That delete makes it. so much sense. Yeah. Like family photos and stuff, that's cool. That's great right? Keep it. But if you're sitting there on there talking about how you don't like how something works and you know what? Lose a lot of negativity. Just if you're a negative person, hold that stuff in. Do some yoga. I don't know. But you need to be a pillar for people. You need to be that light on the hill for people. You want to be the attractive character. You want people to be like you. You want people to wake up and say, oh my God, look at Jeff. He's doing big things. Pamela's doing amazing things. How can I do that? Because they're willing to pay you. They're willing to pay you if you can show them how.
0: I mean, they want you want to portray the best version of yourself and they want to be like you. So don't put anything negative out there where they're like, "Eh, I don't want to be like that person.
1: So now we're on to the Holy Grail. This is this is all come full circle now, no pun intended. <laughs> if you guys see the graphic on this, you'll see that the core branding method is actually a circle, um, C-O-R-E in a circle. Um, if you guys want, I'm sure you can put a picture on your podcast. But there's one last thing. When you have strong relevance, when people see you as the expert in your field and you have really strong engagement, people are are reacting to your relevant content, that is what... The definition of real influence is real influence because we live in new york right if you're out here we're in new york right now and i'm telling you i've been living here for the last mm, four days <laughs> and i've seen a lot of quote-unquote influencers oh they're from, everywhere from new york people that have a million followers on their instagram account so i want to give you an example 2.6 million followers okay ari shout out she, she she needs to write me a check okay Ari, I'm going to use you for an example. Instagram, Ari, you can check her out. 2.6 million followers. And she had a clothing deal lined up. Clothing deal. She lost it. Do you know why?
0: No, I don't know why. Tell me.
1: Because she couldn't pre-sell. In other words, she couldn't get people to buy a t-shirt for her new clothing line. 36 t-shirts. That's all she had to sell. 36 t-shirts. Like, literally. So, where was she failing? What, what was she doing wrong? People didn't trust her brand. She had no influence. She couldn't get people to actually take action and buy her stuff. She so, they didn't like have, her, but they didn't trust her. They didn't like her. They didn't, maybe, or maybe they like her. Maybe they just like the, the cute pictures of her butt that she posts on Instagram. Right,
0: which may not translate into authority or, or trust. Exactly. She that. has
1: no authority. She has no influence. She doesn't have anything that they want except for maybe some pretty pictures. So real authority is when you have the ability to decision to influence the decision-making process of people. Real influence is when you're able to shift their belief patterns. Real influence is when you can actually monetize that audience, when you can get them to take action. When you say, hey, guys, I'm releasing a course on how to grow an incredible brand through writing on social media that is true influence when people whip out their pocket their pocketbook and they say shut up and take my money that's when you have real influence real influence is be- the ability to literally say yes you know what pamela that sounds awesome. I love the idea of you taking my brand to the next level, and I'd love to pay you to help me do that.
0: But you have to also have to be selling something they want, right? There has to be a need for it. How does that play into well, it? Well,
1: that's the, that's the thing, right? I mean, the beginning of this is understanding your audience. So all the content that you're making really has to be geared towards your audience. It sounds to me like she didn't understand her audience enough. She's got 2.6 million followers that she doesn't understand because if she understands, she would have put a product out that is relevant to her audience.
0: Right, right. And that brings me to another question about kind of charging what you're worth and having authority. How does that lead you to being able to charge what you're worth? And I mean, yes, guess you have to deliver the value, but how do you get people to, to pay for your asking price?
1: Well, that's the beautiful thing about this. The content reinforces your brand promise. The brand promise has to be worth in value what you demand the price, right? And you're in charge, you are in charge of what the price is. So if you're going, you have to think about it from a, from a monetization standpoint. How can you help me get X, right? If, if I'm saying, look, and, and this is a perfect example. Can I use you as an example? Yes. Okay. The example here is perfect. If you want to be taken seriously, if you want to get bigger opportunities, if you want to get paid more money, are you going to make that money taking a selfie are people going to look at you and take you seriously through a selfie? Probably not. Or if you have Pamela come out and take an awesome shot overlooking the Brooklyn Bridge or something iconic. Or for me, if you look at my LinkedIn account, you'll see me and the, the Golden Gate Bridge right behind me because that's I'm around. And, you know, I wanted to make sure that people see me. They see a legitimate person. They see someone who has authority, someone who you can trust That when you give me money, I'm going to give you the results that I promise. And a lot of people don't have that.
0: That's absolutely correct. I mean, I've designed graphics that have gone viral, right? Yeah. And then I still have people that come to me and they're like, can you make me one for, I know, $200? Hmm. And it's like, no. And so I haven't been able to, you know, get people to pay.
1: And that's because you have to be better at expressing the value in what getting a million views is. Or Here you go. What would getting a million views of your infographic do for your business? How much is that worth?
0: I mean, it's priceless. I mean, <laughs> it's...
1: Yeah. And that's why people in the publicist PR branding are making so much money. Somebody who's like way bigger than me came up to me and asked me how I was featured on two Forbes articles, an of article, and spoke at the Digital Agency Expo in the same week. And by the way, I timed all that. It's th- that's why I created the core branding method. I created the core branding method for people who want to leverage their achievements and actually grow a true brand of authority and influence that they can show people and they actually believe them. Wouldn't it be nice if every day you woke up and said, I'm an expert at doing this and people actually believed you? How yeah, much is I that mean, worth?
0: I mean, it's, it's unbelievable what you've put together here. And that's why I think it's so important for people to, to see this, because I want to use it myself.
1: Well, if you guys are curious about the core branding method, all you have to do, guys, is go to brandedmedia.io. Just branded, B-R-A-N-D-E-D, media.io. You can check it out. It's it's completely free to learn about the core branding method. It's a lot deeper entail onto what this is. Um, it's really something that I want to bring out to the masses. So I've got a different, a, a couple different ways you can learn it. But you go to the website, you'll be able to do it for free. And Pamela, I'm excited to, to do this with you. And by the way, guys, She took an incredible picture of me at the Digital Agency Expo when I was speaking up on stage. And you made that cool special effect with like the grayscale, like the black and white photo, and people were just loving it. They ate it up. So um, thank you. I just want to thank you.
0: Jeff Hunter, thank you so much for coming on the Bigger Picture Podcast. After, you know, I try the core method, I'm having you back on for a follow-up conversation.
1: Heck yeah. That's what I'm talking about.
0: Thanks, guys, for listening. If you enjoyed the Bigger Picture podcast with me, Pamela, please subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. See you later.